0: Despite watching four episodes this week, the story was fast-paced. After touching base with the straw hats spread across Dressrosa, we quickly return to the Corrida Coliseum, where the scene is unfolding by the minute. Like many others, Don Zhao sees through Luffy's disguise and recognizes him as Garp's grandson, vowing to take revenge against Garp's bloodline for almost killing him decades ago. Naturally, this tips off Cavendish, who's willing to risk his tournament chances to exact his revenge. Now hiding from two people who want him dead, Luffy hangs out ringside, as the battle for B-Block is about to begin. <clears throat> 137 men start duking it out for their chances to win the Meta Meta Nomi, with a handful of them standing out. Amongst the gladiators, we have the hometown favorite, Bellamy, who's fighting for a seat at the Doflamingo family table. We have King Elizabeth II, who's warming up to clean house with the legendary King Punch, along with his advisor, Dagama, who's enlisted the support of other combatants in order to achieve success for the Prodents' kingdom. Lastly, we have the number one voted, most annoying pro- Excuse me, Nose. I'm having a joke. Most annoying pirate who should just go away. Bart- Bartolomeo the Cannibal. I swear should I call I'm okay.
1: An ambulance?
0: I think you should, actually. I think there's blood coming out of my nose. Uh, but we're going to finish strong. After a long battle with lots of twists and turns, just like my brain, we enter the <clears throat> final scene as King Elizabeth II has finished his warm up and lets loose the King Punch. A blow so powerful that it could tear down a fort. Having seemingly blown away the remaining competitors, King Elizabeth raises his hand in victory. But when the dust settles, we see Bartolomeo standing in the ring completely unscathed. The biggest turn comes about when Bartolomeo reveals his impressive barrier barrier fruit and knocks out King Elizabeth, crowning himself the winner of B-Block. That is the end of the summary. I'm going to go get a CAT scan.
1: Yeah, this is a solo cast now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm solo casting this One Piece episode set. I can't wait to hear I wouldn't that necessarily in like a couple weeks and just it.
0: hear how bad that is.
1: <laughs> Nash, it was, it was fine. Right, right. You finished mildly strong. I think I could just say I finished. I don't know about
0: strong. Strong feels like a overstatement. I got to the finish well, that's line what I, and that's what counts. That's why I
1: caveated it with mildly. Mildly feels too strong. Damn. You must uh you must not do well with Taco Bell sauce, then. No, not at all. Mostly because I don't eat Taco you Bell. Fuck Taco bow Bell. Out of the unless oh, Taco, Taco Bell this pod- Fuck you. podcast, in which
0: case I am all in on the Crunchwrap Supreme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Mexican Pizza. <laughs> Right, so, so how do you
0: feel this week? Uh, we did watch four episodes. Did that feel a bit much for you or how are you feeling?
1: I feel okay. These episodes were fine. Mm-hmm. These episodes were fine. There was not a whole lot. Hap- there, there was stuff that happened, but 90% of it was just the fight in B block, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. fine. I'm down for fighting. That's that's okay. A lot of it was silly, I guess, is what I'll say. But the at the end of the day, at least it was over in a couple of episodes. I think they I guess four, I guess four episodes, it started in 635 and ended in 638. But yeah, at least at least it didn't drag. I bet if Devin was here, he'd have thought it dragged. But Mm -hmm. whatever. Screw that guy. Am I right? (laughs) Absolutely. If he's going to hate something, he's got to be here to defend his opinion. Facts. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was fine there. I I, I will say the beginning of the episode, I was or 635. I was extremely worried because they started flashing between all of the different storylines happening right now mm-hmm. and I'm getting I'm getting Punk Hazard flashbacks because I did not like all of the branching storylines of Punk Hazard either and this one s- set up and they they even counted it out I think it was what six seven scenes they called it at least five there was at least five I want to say there were six But the most interesting thing to come out of it was the appearance of a couple of CP0 goons Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when we catch up with the Caesar handover squad, Mm -hmm. which is made up of Robin Law and Usopp, as well as Caesar, of course. Mm -hmm. So that was a nice that was a cool tease. But otherwise, it was just it was B block fight. And Bebop Flight was, I mean, it was nice. i It was basically just you sitting there wondering who was going to come out on top at the end of the day. Because Cavendish highlights all of the people that were most likely to win, in his opinion, or the general public's opinion. And I'm not going to lie, he did that whole thing. And instantly in my head, I went, oh, so none of them are going to win. <laughs> Because that would be like the funny thing to do is, okay, we've highlighted all these characters as favorites to win. So now someone's going to come out of left fucking field and just blow them all out of the water and we'll win. That didn't happen, of course. We ended up with a victor from that group by the name of Bartolomeo, the most hated pirate in these neck of the waters, at least. I don't know if this was they, they mentioned how he's the most annoying pirate who should just go away, which sounds just like a high school yearbook <laughs> moniker that the whole, that the yearbook committee would vote on or uh, would propose and the entire student body would just vote on. <laughs> it just sounds so dumb the most annoying pirate you think the newspaper was like running an ad they're like
0: hey uh write into the world economic news uh insert peel box here and tell us who you would vote for the most annoying pirate here are your
1: options if this did come from the news I can assure you Absalom had nothing to do with it. My man Absalom would have much more intelligent things to say <laughs> than calling some Bartolomeo the most annoying pirate who should just go away.
0: I don't know. He seems like a menace, you know, like, like sure. He's annoying because he's just kind of like a, a dickhead. Uh, but he's like, you know, he's attacked civilians. Uh, he's what, what do they say? Where is uh, oh, I,
1: I have a couple of them here, I think he actually this is kind of biting into a quote of mine because uh, the announcer guy goes through a list of things, the last of which is his you should just go away title. But they specifically he specifically mentions that he roasted some. Oh, that's an autocorrect. Um, my, my notes say he roasted <laughs> some pages on a skewer. That's not right. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to say people or pirates. One of those is right. He roasted some people on a skewer and shared the video. That uh, he, one he took put me out on, a little bit. Like, on we, live got, leak.
0: we got YouTube out in the One Piece world.
1: <laughs> no, we got we got live leak. And we got he bombed some innocent civilians was the other thing that they said. Mm-hmm. And also his moniker is the cannibal. So not only did he skewer these people, he also put them over a fire, roasted them and presumably wha- ate them. And then ate them. Yeah, that, that wasn't in the video. But when his name is Bartolomeo, the cannibal, you can kind of make your own assumption at that <laughs> point that they're probably been eaten. These are all allegations that we cannot technically prove. But, you know, it's one. piece. It's on video. <laughs> I don't think they have editing softwares like that in this time period. But maybe I'm the crazy one. Bro, I'm still in shock that we have fucking one piece
0: uh world star i, I would not be surprised if we had editing software for snails too
1: all right <laughs> i don't know man but yeah so Bartolomeo is this guy, real piece of work. Before this, he he runs the fade with a, a vice admiral, a red cap or whatever that guy's name was. His name was Maynard, Ooh.
0: is his actual name, I believe.
1: Okay, they
0: called him like Cap. His alias for the, the fight or the B block was like Capman or something like that.
1: Capman, yeah, because he wears a red cap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, that the that Marine guy just finished knocking the. Sh- Teeth out of one of Bartolomeo's people. Bartolomeo found him and then proceeded to do the same thing to the Marine guy mm-hmm. with very little trouble as it would turn out. Mm-hmm. And then he got in the ring and proceeded to disrespect fucking everybody. How do you feel about Bart? Because I, I kind of like him. He's, he's he's a vibe. See, I, I can see I, I don't mind him either. I, I think he provides right now. A kind of much needed person t- to dislike for the because they're made to be disliked. Just someone with a polarizing personality, because so far in Dress Rosa, nothing has happened really of note. So to have somebody pop up who's going to be like, OK, well, this this person is probably going to be a mainstay at the very least for a little while. And they kind of have a good enough personality to match that. I can see why you especially, and, and maybe tell me if I'm wrong, but you especially would would love this because you're a wrestling fan, and this guy makes an absolutely amazing foil.
0: You know, this I wasn't even is thinking foil about to that. To rule
1: all foils, I was not thinking about that, but you know, that's a fair assessment of me.
0: I think for me is that he doesn't want respect from any of these shitty people, and I can respect that. He's like, look at all you fucking grumblins in the crowd booing and cheering over these people risking their lives for your entertainment. You all make me sick. Hattui. Fucking he does not give a shit about any social conventions or whatever's going on. He's like, I'm here for the fruit. Fuck everybody in this arena. You're all scum. And I vibe with that.
1: Yeah, this very much reminds me of a line from Rick and Morty that I love to quote all the time when people <laughs> tell me my opinions are garbage. Because the, and it goes, your booze mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. And <laughs> it's, it fits I, the whole time. Bartolomeo is literally telling the crowd to go to hell. I'm like, that's, that's him. He, he is, he is embodying <laughs> Rick right now. That is Rick energy. I love it. Uh, before we, so
0: it was good. Continue through B block. Uh, I guess we just quickly go through the other scenes. Uh, not a whole lot has happened in terms of depth of uh, these other storylines happening. Um, so you mentioned before we have the Caesar Squad. Uh, they're kind of camping out on a uh at a cafe in front of the bridge that links Green Bit to Dress Rosa. Uh, they talk to their waiter or whatever, and he mentions that the bridge has not been used in two thousand years, which feels a little wild. Uh, but no one uses the bridge. Uh, two hundred. Oh, it was two hundred. I read two thousand. Either way, it's a long time. Yeah, it was two hundred. Um, because apparently some fighting fish,
1: uh, have invaded that neck of the woods, and I guess they just the little fighting fish, mind you, little, you know, fighting the ones fish. that are side of semi semi trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: little. I, I guess they not only attack the bridge that is completely made of steel, uh, but I guess they also attack people who walk over. I don't know, but that's the story. Um, uh, no one and walks boats. through the Green bit anymore. And boats, you can't take your boat over there. It's getting chomp chomp like piranhas. Um, and that's also where we encounter CP zero. Uh, Robin is especially uh, very afraid for good reason. Um, so yeah, I wanted to ask: Do you? We have a lot of government presence going on, on the island, and I'm so I, I'm curious if you have any thoughts on like, is there something else going down behind the scenes that you have some
1: speculations about? Well, specifically at the Coliseum, it seems to be the case that. They might just be trying to take down what's happening there, like the world government might find it unethical to just have people fighting to the death mm-hmm. for the amusement of others. And now that Doflamingo isn't a warlord, they have the jurisdiction To just go there and kind of do what they want. Now, they are still going about it in a covert fashion. So they still fear retaliation from the Don Quixote family. Otherwise, they'd have just stormed in there and started arresting people. Mm -hmm. But with the fact that there's a whole admiral here. It may just be the case that they are trying to get Doflamingo himself because, again, no warlord title, no immunity, no diplomatic immunity anymore. But they also make their way to Greenbit. So it seems logical that maybe they are also after the Smile Factory because, again, (laughs) broken record here, not a warlord anymore. So they can kind of just go there and commandeer anything. And they probably know about this black market devil fruit factory thing or, or that it's or that it happens maybe they didn't necessarily know where at some point but now they do and they can act on it because they can just walk all over that territory now okay that's my guess gotcha okay like
0: it love it uh so that's basically everything with the whole green bit thing um We got CP0 stuff. Uh, I think CP0 showing up is a dark omen of things to come. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but uh, it can't be good. Hopefully Robin stays safe because, you know, last time CP, CP showed up, uh, things did not end up very well. If
1: Robin's worried, I'm worried.
0: Facts. Uh, Moving on to some other scenes. uh, Kinemon eventually gets cornered by some uh, Don Quixote flamingo goons. Uh, He squares up, but they inform him that they do actually have... I don't know if they say they have Conjuro in custody or they just know where he is. Uh, No, they say they have him. Okay, so they have him in custody. I don't think they do, but they say they have him. True. So either way, Kinemon surrenders himself uh, more or less because he's just trying to get to His homeboy. Um, And then besides that, we have Sanji still in love, living his best
1: life, escorting uh, Violet to wherever they're going. Um, Detecting snipers from like 16.2 meters away. Bro. Or whatever number he threw out. The the
0: (laughs) quote exactly which I wrote down was, uh, after he... Observation Hockey's, I assume, some dude lining up a shot... In a frame, he has jumped more than halfway to that fucking sniper's oh, he's, he's nest. He's in that
1: guy's throat. <laughs>
0: he's in that guy's throat, kicks him off the roof, fucking gently lands back down in front of Violet. And she's like, wow, that was so amazing. And he's like, no, no, anybody can detect a sniper at 16 meters above the ground.
1: Yeah. C- uh, casually, anybody casually. can do that.
0: Anybody can do that. Just gotta,
1: you know, open your third eye or whatever. Um,
0: so that was pretty cool of him. Uh, still waiting for that plot line to finish or pay off. I don't know.
1: Yeah, still waiting for the other shoe to drop on whatever that whatever that is.
0: I I hope Sanji and Violet live a happy long life together. That's what I. Yeah, say. they won't
1: though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Maybe we should join the Sunny. That'd be wild. A boy can dream. Uh, and then. Zoro manages to finally catch his sword, Shusui, and seemingly also uh, catches the fairy, quote-unquote, that uh, has stolen it. We don't get any visual confirmation, but Zoro sees something, and he's very shocked at what he sees. And maybe we'll figure out what that is next week or something. Hopefully. Hopefully. And I think that's majority of the side plots going on, um, besides whatever's happening in the Colosseum, obviously.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, there's also... There's also Frankie with the little soldier, the one legged soldier, because at this point, Frankie, I think they go to like sit in the stands for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, but Frankie has been making a big hee haw about (laughs) going and destroying the factory and knocking over the Don Quixote family. And he's doing it in a very public setting. So the one legged lightning soldier has to be like, shut the. What the fuck are you doing? Shut Shut up. People love those guys here. What are you talking? That's heresy. You can get hanged for that here. You see the crowd so, just turning at him.
0: It's like, who the fuck is yeah, this Yeah,
1: like the entire crowd around them is like, who the fuck? And so there's that whole thing of, but the it turns out that the lightning soldier is on the same page as Frankie. He has a whole group of people that have been working behind the scenes to also try and take down the Don Quixote family, they just don't have the means like Frankie and the Straw Hats do. They're not as powerful as them. He also so they makes have the to,
0: caveat of the additional goal that he doesn't want to lose sight of is, I also want to save the employees there, whoever they are.
1: Yes, which is the main reason that it's been taking them so long because they can't figure out a good way to keep the employees safe while also destroying the Smile Factory. Mm-hmm. So if Frankie just goes there and is and just goes hardy I I be cola beam and just <laughs> blows up the factory, all of the people die inside. And at no point did anyone stop to consider that probably because they're they're just taking law at face value right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that law was willing to bother getting all of those people out, to be honest with you. I think you he like, listen to blow Casualties are necessary. Up. All right. A couple hundred yeah, for they, the greater good, totally worth. That that is entirely what I what I'm pretty sure Law's Law's idea was, because otherwise, if he had a conscience in that regard, we probably would have heard about it. So at some point in the future, we're probably going to get some confrontational scene between like Frankie and any other straw hats that Frankie tells about this. Mm-hmm. And law about the workers before we actually try and enact any plan Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's that's the only other majorly involved side plot right now because everything else is just kind of like a oh yeah it's happening whatever gotcha all right so we go back to the
0: coliseum we're starting b block um how do you feel about the scene with uh don chin cavendish and luffy did you enjoy that? Uh, how do you feel about some guy getting a shit rocked by Garp decades ago? And now he's taking revenge against his whole
1: bloodline. <laughs> I just the, I, I love that this just giant jacked old man is really annoyed at Garp for 30 years ago, giving him the iron giant dent in his head. <laughs> and now he is out to enact revenge on the entire bloodline. I, I, I can see the, I can see the vision now because it's on the top of this guy's head, Don Xin Zhao, and he clearly prefers fighting with his head. For some reason, he literally throws himself like a spear at things. He's a big headbutt guy. He's a big headbutt guy. Although he starts throwing some punches, he has that moment that anime characters do, like when their first fighting style doesn't work out—the one where they're (laughs) reserving themselves—and he realizes that he's not going to be able to take out these two youngsters with just headbutts, and he starts throwing throwing fists. Mm -hmm. So he does that, and all the while, I just I don't know it. There, it was a, it was a, it was a bit funny when he walks up, like a, like a typical old man style. Although he's like twelve feet tall, but he's still kind of hunched over, mm-hmm. and he's like, "So, Luffy, how's Garp doing?" And Cavendish looks at Luffy. Well, actually, you start Luffy responds first with something along the lines of, "Oh, you know, Grandpa." Yeah. And Cavendish looks over in dis- <laughs> disbelief <laughs> because Straw Hat Luffy's been standing next to him the entire time with a horrible cover name like Lucy with a with a with a shitty rat beard on his face <laughs> to cover himself up. And he's feeling dumb because one of his targets has just been standing there the entire time. Luffy realizes what what's just occurred. And he turns back to Cavendish and goes uh, several no, times Lucy, over Joe. the course of this. Goes, my name is I don't know. I, my name's is Lucy.
0: do will say something else. And he'll respond back as Luffy giving himself away again. And he's like, wait, no, 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 bro. I swear to God, I'm Lucy, bro. I've never I'm heard of Luffy. I'm telling you, bro, my name's Lucy. I don't know
1: who this Luffy guy is. And then Don Shinjiao will be like, I'm going to kill you now. And and Luffy will say, respond with, hey, I. that sounds like a you and my grandpa problem. Can I, Can we just not, by the way, uh, Cavendish, I, I don't know who Garp is. That, 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 <laughs> that name means nothing to me. I'm Lucy, bro. And then finally, Cavendish is willing is not willing to take luffy's shit anymore Mm -hmm. and but don chingiao wants the smoke first and so they both have to fight don chingiao now because Cavendish is like no this is my target i'm killing him first and so don chingiao is like all right well you got to get through me to kill him first and then luffy takes that opportunity to kind of just fuck off and they don't realize it until uh, i'm sorry the guard comes and is like, hey, are you youngsters fighting over there? We're going to we're going to disqualify you if you're fighting outside the ring. And in that moment, Luffy takes the opportunity to fuck off, which is just jumping over the windowsill and holding onto the ledge like a uh, true assassin style. And uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Zhao's son, well, they were sons or grandsons. I don't remember anymore. Uh, His grandsons, his grandsons, his grandsons grandsons come and hold him back so that he doesn't get disqualified because they're in the same block anyway. So he can just kill Luffy then instead. Mm -hmm, And Cavendish mm -hmm. runs off because he thinks Luffy retreated further into the arena, which is hilarious because I don't think I don't remember if Cavendish is in the same block as them also anymore maybe uh, i'll consult my uh, picture actually here i don't
0: know i don't know if did cavendish reveal his block i don't remember uh
1: I, I don't know that cavendish revealed his own block but i'm pretty sure i remember him being on the poster that you can see behind the lightning soldier mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. i can no longer find my picture that i had it's just lost to the ether now i guess but yeah i'm pretty sure cavendish is on that poster I just don't know where what happened to it. Fair enough. Um, speaking of
0: Cavendish real quick, uh, uh-huh. I know he gives Lof, like big Prince Charming vibes, and I haven't dug too yeah. deep into him yet, uh, just because I want to let his character flesh out a little bit more. Uh, but he pulls out his sword, and he calls it Durandal, and for anyone yes. who's just uh, knowledgeable of things, uh, Durandal is a legendary sword in, I guess, like, pop literature, um... I I did a quick Google search because I was like, uh, where is it from exactly? I'm pretty sure Durandal is relevant to like Arthurian uh, mythos, but I cannot confirm that, so don't quote me on it. Uh, But my quick Google search here says, uh, Durandal is a legendary sword uh, belonging to the French hero Roland, um, who was apparently a paladin. And I can't help but think that Roland sounds really similar to Nolan. And I'm wondering if there's a connection there.
1: Oh i feel like that might just be a coincidence but that would be fun could be could be not who knows maybe we'll maybe we'll figure it out sometime down the road uh but that was just my quick little thing i thought was kind of cool yeah i think that, i think that's it. so but is so is durandal because i also wrote this down this is a named sword is it one of the 12 like most badass swords or is it in a subcategory uh i looked
0: it up real quick it's in a subcategory it's it's uh It's a named blade. Uh, The wiki recognizes it as of significant importance, but it's not like given an official rank. So they don't know if it's like of the 12 super duper supreme grade or the 21 great grade Uh and blah, 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 whatever is below that. They just have it in the same wiki page of like, this is an important sword. We don't know where it is on the tier list yet, but it's there.
1: You know, I see. That's kind of lame.
0: There's a lot of those swords and weapons, unfortunately. I just they they're given a name and they're like, it's important. We just can't tell you how important. We haven't figured it out yet, if ever.
1: So this will be important. I'll, I'll rank this one in about 200 episodes. Don't rush me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't don't rush the process. You can't rush perfection. All right. Look how long it took me to pay off that stupid whale from the beginning of the show. <laughs> And
0: he still hasn't exactly finished it. I think there's so much more he could My do. My boy Laboon. I know we can
1: still definitely actually pay off Laboon. But if One Piece ends and Brook doesn't get to meet Laboon again, oh, uh, criminal, criminal, absolutely criminal! Throw the whole series away, honestly. Yeah, garbage, garbage <laughs> series. Or oh, and the Dugongs. If, oh, we don't, yeah. if we don't meet the Dugongs again in like an official capacity, Throw like we we got the one, but and uh, but that was in a movie. Was that in a movie? It was a there, it's so all, we got it's all blur now. we got alabaster. Oh no, the, that was the, the fill. That was the filler was the thing with a uh, law in a collar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't count. So if we we gotta we gotta officially meet the dugongs again mm-hmm. in canon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this show is worth literally zero dollars. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so going to the actual fight, I just want to say that my man Hack got done super. You got the minority treatment. He, he got the minority did. treatment in this. And I am so upset Same. because Hack was turning into. I, I was rooting for Hack, man. I'm Hell not going to yeah. lie to you. Underdog Underdog Hack was in there, one tapping people uh, left and right. Now, of course, they were nobodies. And so when they finally decide to give Hack somebody worth fighting, they put him up against the guy who's basically a hard counter to him. Mm hmm. And man, he just, uh, it's so sad. He just, he gets his wrist broken and he gets, and then he gets yeeted and it was, it it was just, it was so hard to watch. I couldn't, I couldn't believe they were doing my mad hack so dirty.
0: Part of the absolute criminal treatment of hack. He's a fishman. He is surrounded by plenty of water and they just nerf him by not letting him use it, bro. Criminal. Exactly. Hack 100% solos this entire fucking arena if they let him. My man got like uh, yeah I need I need justice. For he got plot sabotage, I don't know. I, I think I think hack definitely gives
1: Bellamy the hand too. Literally the only person he couldn't beat there was Bartolomeo and they have him fight Bar- Bartolomeo first mm-hmm. of all of them and it's so upsetting anyone else in the uh of the named characters stick out to you by any chance i uh, i mean i i kind of liked the long leg guy long foot somehow fu- different also his long feet foot. looked totally normal oh right it was long foot yeah not their feet maybe slightly above average but legs were definitely twice the length so wait are there long legs and long feet that's tribes, my understanding. Man. Oh, weird. Because that I guy feel definitely it's a had legs to make twice as, as long, long as a normal
0: person. You know, make them two different tribes entirely. You know what I mean? Uh, I am thinking there's a different tribe. Actually, hold anyway. on. I'm looking at the wiki. I'm feeling like this is a mistranslation. Okay, so long feet tribe is the Funimation translation of long leg tribe. So, yeah, it's the same tribe. Got I'm it.
1: upset. Okay. Goddamn you, Funimation. Yeah, this makes more sense because they definitely have legs that are like, double my dude is like at worst 50 50 percent longer 50
0: percent just yeah quads
1: yeah insane anyway blue gilly was kind of fun to watch who does he who does he fight for oh he fights uh robin was that his name uh was that the um, mysterious
0: fucking ricky ricky yeah his name
1: ricky ricky okay yeah i knew i knew it couldn't be robin um yeah so there was the mysterious masked gladiator guy who we get a little bit of, we get like a bottom quarter face reveal. And clearly this person is kind of older and grizzled as we see a fairly familiar set of gray facial hair on this downed warrior. Now, I'm just, I'm just going to say it, it looks like based on the facial hair that it would be Garp under there. I was but wondering
0: where you were going with this. I'm like, what the fuck
1: are you on about? It looks like it looks like we're supposed to be led to believe that Garp is this gladiator named Ricky. Interesting. But I also the voice didn't match. I don't think. I mean it's been kind of a while since I've heard Garp's voice, I guess. So maybe I'm out of touch with what it really sounds like. His his sub actor the japanese voice actor really sounds like but i don't remember that being garp's voice and also why why would why would garp be there listen i might you cook all on your own Marines man this like is completely on left
0: field i got nothing i got nothing to touch on this one really
1: are you saying i mean i i guess you might know who ricky actually is but are you saying are you saying I when you first it, watched this about you didn't nobody think it was garp? about
0: nothing i ain't saying nothing my lips are sealed you i'll let you cook in the all corner. Right, whatever
1: bro. whatever dog i
0: right. <laughs> Anyway, fun little fact. Uh Blue Gillies, uh his birthday is November twenty-seventh, which is the same birthday as Bruce Lee, who personally I felt and saw like a very clear parallel with Bruce Lee's character, particularly with just like his movements, maybe even martial arts style. I just like the Bruce Lee was very famous uh in his kung fu movies for you know doing the the haya. You know, vocals or whatever you want to call them, catchphrases, if even that. Um, sounds pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I, you can see the visual influence a little bit mm-hmm. with mostly the haircut, I guess. Yeah, everything else is kind of not other than the open shirt. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember Bruce Lee going around in underwear though, and like <laughs> shin guards. I think. I think Billy was, or not Billy, Blue Gilly was wearing like shin guards or something or knee, uh, knee you pads. You know, they I don't might remember. technically be or shin guards, warmers. but
0: given his proportions, they were just knee pads. Yeah. I think, so you may I think, think they were room. like
1: knee knee pads or knee braces. I think I remember. It's has I, I watched the episode it's a couple, couple of days ago. So the, the minor details are a little fuzzier, but yeah. So. I don't know. Blue Blue, Blue, Blue Gilly was was kind of cool. I, I I agree with everybody else though that this this turtle strategy that Dogma has cooked up for mm-hmm. Elizabeth and the King Punch very lame. Super unsportsmanlike. Fuck those very guys. Cringe. They can they can rot. Super cringe. Mm-hmm, Super mm-hmm. cringe.
0: Imagine you're like Hometown Hero, your king. It's powerful, but he's got one shot and that's it. Then he's fucking done for. How can he charge that?
1: it for an hour? He has to shadow box Stupid. and warm up for an hour before he can use it and then How he's out of How do you just not use all your day?
0: energy in an hour? Like what? Like surely you could just throw a normal well, fucking punch and do it probably do as well, much work.
1: it's like that. I don't whatever you were talking about when we were talking about engineering, you know, that Chinese <laughs> guy you said you were you shake your hand a little bit store up the potential uh, energy. That's yeah, yeah, what he he's, did. He's working that five hour you're
0: totally right i can believe yeah missed yeah that stuff. my bad
1: yeah okay he was he was doing a bit of that man now i referenced the stupid shit we talked about at the beginning now <laughs> it can't be cut
0: dylan you can't cut it now
1: ah uh, dylan's not listening <laughs> dylan, <laughs> dylan's not listening it was never gonna get cut who am i kidding <laughs> yeah oh yeah i did fuck these guys I, I i mean the the whole like double triple crossing scenario is a moot point i with a character like dogma you just kind of expect something like that and so did blue gilly which was great to just have him punt dogma off Hell the yeah. fucking platform fuck because fuck that guy little weasel looking ass <laughs> and naked mole rat head ass and then so then the I, you know it was about the only thing bartolomeo did did good that whole time was live long enough to just deck. He didn't even absolutely have to try. destroy. No one was fucking Elizabeth. with him, which
0: the crowd points out immediately. They're like, "Why is no one hitting this guy? Fuck him in particular." And even I was wondering, yeah. Like, and, then, that one and then mean- they use
1: fuck. And then they use. And then oh, with, I, we didn't even mention it earlier either when we were talking about how Hack went up against him. My man is pissing off the side of the platform into the water when Hack goes up to fight him, and so not only you know hack an honorable guy but because bartolomeo being such an asshole about this whole thing he goes you'll have to excuse me i'm gonna punch you in the back now even though you have no way of fighting back because you're just kind of a piece of shit so i'm gonna do this because fuck you and then he goes to punch him and bartolomeo's got this stupid broken ass barrier barrier fruit so he can't be touched by someone who isn't going to use any special powers Like, like Hack isn't going to. So my manager doesn't even interrupt his piss. Doesn't even, (laughs) doesn't have to cut off the flow. He just (laughs) keeps going, throws up a mirror barrier behind him, hits him with that mirror force and Hack goes down. And it's so sad.
0: It is very sad. Uh, Hot take here for me that I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for. I love and respect Hack as a character here. However, if I am Bartolomeo and I just got done watching Hack break his fist on my shields, as I'm trying to take a piss. If I have anything left in the tank, I'm swinging around and pissing on Hack. Oh, my
1: God, dude. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And I'm just
0: saying it feels like in character for Bartow. And honestly, if he did it, does. it I would kind of like it. I'd be a little mad because you're the one saying that, it. But Like, I love the polarizing everything about him. I am loving it.
1: Yeah, but he didn't do that. And you're the one proposing that, which makes you a worse person. <laughs> <laughs> You are worse than Bartolomeo. I
0: don't think about like a single degree. It, listen, it was an idea. All right. Clearly Oda knows what he's doing. I don't. Don't, don't sweat it. All right.
1: I mean, the, in a different manga with a more adult rating, I think that that is absolutely what happens instead. But we get Bartolomeo just continuing his piss like normal and, because this is shown in Young. This is young boys anime manga, not not adult kids. Adult boys anime manga. So you should you're just gonna have to write your own manga and have it work out that way instead. We'll get started on that. Uh,
0: I wanted to ask a question. Um. So the we are reminded or introduced to the idea that there are. Fighting fish in the pool surrounding the uh, platform in the Colosseum. And I couldn't help but think to myself, do you think the fish know that like Bartosz is peeing in their home and like they, they can like sense it? Or whatever, like like it disturbs them. But like you think they're mad about it?
1: Maybe. I I mean, I would be if I found out somebody was just just pissing. Like if I if I if I came home one day and found out somebody <laughs> just pissed all over my bed. <laughs> I know I'd be pissed. I don't know
0: why that was a thought that was just lingering in my mind when I was thinking about it. It's like, yo, they're fighting fish in there. You think they know? Did they know what's going on? And they're like, I, really I think mad they about know. It? Damn, get to see it. Poor I think fish. they know. Uh, they want,
1: to, you know, maybe maybe Hack was like a long lost grand uncle to them or something too. <laughs> you know, they're gonna they're gonna hopefully get revenge. Use Bartolomeo like a chew toy. One one of these episodes,
0: bro. Hack ha- bro, Hack got nerfed for no fucking reason. He could have literally thrown water at people. He could have literally just drowned all of them. He can probably talk to the fighting fish and probably could have gone to cahoots with them. Like Oda just let Hack loose Hack 100 percent clears his fucking B block.
1: This is what I'm saying. He didn't deserve this smoke. He got this he got the super fucking minority treatment. They went, oh, oppressed race in this universe, you're getting you're getting you're getting knocked out in the most disrespectful way I can think of. That isn't gonna get me canceled.
0: Hit us with the one for diversity and I hate it.
1: The worst. The worst. Fuck you, Oda. Um, I gotta ask I, I gotta ask you because Bellamy's in this in this block Mm -hmm. and we get a minor sob story for him about how this is his big break if he wins this whole tournament he'll get a chance to be a higher up in the don quixote family Mm -hmm. so that immediately sets off red flags in my head personally oh that again he's totally not winning any of this the same way cavendish saying all of these people were the favorites set off the red flag all right none of them are going to win that obviously turned out to be not true, but in this case, in the case of Bellamy, it turned out to be true. So I'm 50, I'm one for two. I'm fifty 50 50-50 right now, batting five hundred on this one, <laughs> on the red flag o meter. Bellamy definitely doesn't. It seems like maybe he's about to because he kind of starts giving Bartolomeo a run for his money. At some point, he actually lands a punch on him somehow. When Don't he know how that happened. His coat.
0: I like. I, I wasn't paying attention for like a sixty seconds or something. So when I see him grab his coat. I'm like, I'm sorry. You could touch him. What happened?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. I, whatever, what, whether he hit him or just grabbed his collar or whatever it was, he got a hand on. I was like, bitch, how? That's what I what, said. What? What, what, are, what are you talking about? And then this is, of course, the moment that Elizabeth takes to blow everybody out of the water or into the water rather. So, and then Bellamy is knocked off the stage and you're, everyone's audibly gasping, thinking that Elizabella won. And it turns out that Bartolomeo is just standing on the other side. Ha ha ha. Fuck you. And, and then I literally forces barrier. him off
0: the fucking, not even off. He just knocks uh, yeah. out with it. Insane.
1: Yeah. So that was the thing. But yeah, I basically at no point did I think Bellamy was going to make it out of this group stage. I didn't know who was going to take him down, but (laughs) I, I did not think at any point that Bellamy was going to make it. Did you ever did you at any point ever think that Bellamy was making it out of this group stage? Probably when I first watched it, I probably assumed it was
0: Bellamy just because, like, he was the only character familiar to me. Um, obviously, I did not see the whole Bartow plot was coming. I was like, "Oh, it's Bellamy!" Like, for like storytelling purposes, it would be super cool for like Luffy and Bellamy to fight each other again for something that's like important to both of them or whatever, right? Uh, and we're not getting that storyline, or at least seemingly, seemingly so. Uh, we're getting Bartow moving up from B block.
1: You know, I, I also feel like. I have a maybe it's maybe it's just a Luffy being Luffy thing. But at a certain point, Bellamy is having a tough time. I, I don't remember if it was when he started fighting Bartolomeo or because I think that was really the only point where he started struggling. I think he pretty much gave the hands to everybody else. Yeah. But at one point, Bellamy's getting kind of fucked up by Bar- Bartolomeo. Mm-hmm. And we cut to Luffy, who's sitting there watching the fight, and he like remembers the time on Jaya and then what Bellamy said to him one and a half episodes ago (laughs) about how he doesn't care about what Luffy did back on Jaya anymore he's just kind of moved on with his life and for some you know Luffy I guess because I keep wanting to say Garp and I don't know why (laughs) Bellamy has moved on Luffy's like oh I I guess I can move on too. And so now Luffy is just on Bellamy's side. He's like cheering for Bellamy to to get up and and fight back and and dig deeper. Come on, buddy! I
0: think but for me I don't know, it just
1: doesn't feel like earned.
0: I, I think for me what what has drawn Luffy's attention is when they part of the discussion that they had was Bellamy admits them is like, yo, I saw the Sky Island. That shit is real. And I think what that says to Luffy is that he's obviously a changed person and he's maybe Luffy's making some assumptions about his character. But I I think it takes a lot for a character like Bellamy to go from when we first meet him, he's just this shithead guy who's just kind of. He sticks around on Jaya to be the big fish in a little pond, Um, craps all over Luffy's dream is like the antithesis to Luffy, more or less, in terms of like what a pirate is and how they should act and things like that. Uh, And then, uh, you know, rightfully giving Bellamy the fucking comeuppance he deserves. And watching Bellamy just kind of, I guess, uh, in some capacity, humble himself throughout his journey where he's like, yeah, man, I should have loved your dream. But like, I saw the Sky Island. That shit is real. Like Bellamy's entire world is turned upside down and Luffy recognizes that and has recognized that change in him. Uh and maybe he's made some assumptions due to that and he's just vibing with the new Bellamy.
1: See, I might agree with that, but there's also the like immediately after Bellamy says he went up to Skypea, Luffy gets really worried that because he knows Bellamy's a villain, mm-hmm. he gets worried that Bellamy might have gone up there and fucked some shit up, which yeah, true. seemingly not that Luffy knows but seemingly he might have because he stole a bunch he stole like a gold pillar from somewhere up there so there's a semi decent chance Bellamy went on a, a rampage of some kind or when he went up he just happened to find like that gold city or whatever and took a pillar out of a out of a out of a house or whatever mm-hmm. but you know he, he 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 has that moment where he says something like you didn't you, you made it you made it up to the Skypea. You didn't like you didn't cause trouble up there or something of that effect, I think. Mm-hmm. And Bellamy just kind of shrugs, gives him that like weird tongue wiggle, and goes, ah, "Who knows?" And so I feel like at that point Luffy should still kind of be on guard that this is not a good guy, even if he's. Even even if they do have that moment a minute later where Bellamy's like, Yeah, I moved past all this. I'm not like trying to take revenge or anything. I, I'm just I'm just trying to move up in the Don Quixote family. And for some reason, I guess that just wipes the slate clean in Luffy's head. I don't know. It just feels weird that he would start cheering for Bellamy. Maybe at that point he's just joined team fuck Bartolomeo, but I don't, it feels more like he's actually siding with Bellamy as a kind of good guy. I understand
0: your line of thinking and why that, uh, seems odd to you and I don't really have an answer for it however I will say that Luffy is just an incredible judge of character as I'm sure you're well aware of so maybe Bellamy will surprise you down the road that's what I'll say
1: uh I mean I'll keep my mind open to it but honestly if I don't see big knife anytime soon (laughs) I'm gonna riot I
0: mean didn't we establish last week that like he ate big knife to get his growth spurt
1: I I can neither confirm nor deny (laughs) these allegations. Neither can Bellamy. All I wish for is Big Knife. (laughs) I'm sure, I bet Bellamy's got something to say about Big Knife, but as of right now, we got got nothing. I
0: think there's something to be said if what I said is true, that uh, Luffy being such a great judge of character, we can therefore make the assumption that maybe Bellamy has made a change of heart, right? Let's presume good guy Bellamy arc is going strong right now he still wants to join doflamingo's crew now it can mean a bunch right. of things. maybe doflamingo swindled him in some capacity or you know bellamy sees him for who he is and he just doesn't care he just wants to be part of the family for whatever reason i think there's an well, interesting story
1: there i mean he kind of spells that out for us anyway because he says that he's idolized Doflamingo and his family ever since he was a child. That is true. So he just wants to be, now that he's older and has power, the power to potentially join the family, he just wa- he sees his opportunity and is trying his best to make his childhood dream come true. Mm-hmm. So... It kind of, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure he knows that Doflamingo also not a very good guy. He probably, I'm sure he knows about a lot of the shadier sides of business that he deals with. So he probably just doesn't care. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is Bellamy's good guy arc when he has to know some, at least some of the shit that Doflamingo and his family get up to and the stuff that he would have had to do to get to the position that he's in now. I guess there's
0: only one way to find out. Time will tell, you know?
1: Yeah, it's going to be a long arc, so I'm sure we'll be seeing more of Bellamy at some point. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, What do you think of the King's Punch? I personally felt very underwhelmed.
1: <laughs> yeah, who cares? They have that flashback. He tore down
0: a four in a country. Bro, he couldn't even take out the Coliseum.
1: Uh, yeah, he didn't even... He even it to the crowd. I know Bartolomeo took the brunt of the hit with the barrier, but It should have gone like around the barrier at least a little bit. And so, but what we just get, you know, big dust cloud or whatever, and there's the groove that's made in the Coliseum floor, but it just seems like Bartolomeo's barrier just sucked up all the impact, even though it should have been wider than the barrier. He only made the barrier wide enough to cover his body from damage and that beam was very clearly wider than that area so there should have been some collateral damage to the left and right in the coliseum stands but there wasn't it was so a- i you know i don't know maybe bartolomeo's barrier does have some kind of absorbing feature to it I don't know. Either way, I think I don't think the King's punch is, is anything. It's shit. It's mm-hmm. not all that. They, they have that yeah, like you said. They have that whole flashback. He does indeed in that flashback take out an entire fort with it just crumbles like it was made of blocks. <laughs> small wooden blocks from when I'm a child. It just falls over when he punches the air. This King's punch is nerfed. Maybe that was him in his prime. He hasn't had the king's punch in a while, or something like that. Maybe he's out of practice. But either way, the king's punch ain't shit, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Do you have any thoughts about the Bartow and his uh, berry 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 body body barrier fruit?
1: (laughs) Um, I. I, I i don't know i i you know i want to say it's broken but then bellamy just somehow gets a hold of him don't know how that i again don't know how he did that but i'm
0: convinced uh barzo caught a finger cramp and he couldn't cross his fingers anymore
1: right <laughs> <laughs> i sure
0: what a, what an interesting explanation he gives if even if you can even call it that but where they when he reveals his power he's like children can protect themselves by crossing their fingers uh, everybody knows that. So that that's basically yeah. his explanation for his fucking powers. Like, I cross my fingers and I protect myself from everything. And I'm like, I'm curious. What the hell? Oh, did I just get drops from Discord? Hello? Okay, I'm back. We're good. <laughs> How much did
1: you hear me say? <laughs> I heard you go. It's almost like. <laughs> and that was it. it. was It was silence. And I was like, I, hello? I don't even know what I, I don't said think after that. Is I sc-
0: it. When I heard my Discord n- make a sound of me clearly dropping from the server, <laughs> I scared all the information <laughs> out of my own brain. What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was, it was Bart- Bartolomeo f- crossing his fingers and how he explains it away as, oh, yeah, all the kids know. All the kids be crossing their fingers, bro. Uh, That's yeah. not what the kids are doing. Kids don't do that. So they 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 cross their fingers like that when they're telling a lie. That's what they do. Yeah, maybe, maybe I it's promise. Like a I didn't take that candy. And I'm not knowing about you know. I maybe it is. You could be right. That that is a possibility. But um, yeah. I just wow. This this is great. Discord <laughs> hates you, and I love it. <laughs> it. This makes some real good content. It, Discord's got great timing too for when you're talking. Always because, like, every, every time it happens, you're in the middle of a sentence, and it, it's not as funny as you trying to explain Fishman Karate. But this <laughs> is iconic so, this moment. Is good.
0: Discord was a paid <laughs> actor that night. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> top five podcast moment! Absolutely, undeniably.
0: Uh, another quick Google search I, here. Uh, t- uh-huh. talking about Bartos Fruit, real quick. Uh, little thing says. The sign Barto performs with his fingers when summoning his barrier is commonly known in Japan as a gesture to either repel bad things or provoke others by saying they are being repelled as they said bad things. Whoever wrote this needs, maybe my brain's broken or I've, I don't know. But basically, uh, the way I think of this in like Western culture is kind of like when you make a cross with your fingers, like uh, be gone evil spirit kind of thing I kind see. of the same energy mm. uh the gesture is a common like, taunt for school yes. children and, de- and delinquents children and delinquents because apparently Great. those are not I, one he the same. definitely
1: falls under delinquent oh
0: absolutely I'll say that much uh, bartow is so cool bartow i, I haven't watched uh, this arc in a long long time and i kind of forgot about this character a little bit um bartow might be my favorite character of the
1: arc so far this, it was cool mm. i want to say that sounds like a wild take but he has one of the strongest personalities so far so I guess it's not that hot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what is hot though what's hot did did you see him oh I saw him did you see him I, I mean I I I feel like I <laughs> you should know that I saw him if I'm asking you if you saw him Episode
0: 636, uh, around
1: the 7 minute, 18 second mark. A certain man panda showed up, baby. Yeah, baby.
0: He's back. We've
1: finally gotten a panda man after so long.
0: You know it's important because the episode uh, wiki page has a special note made in the page saying, A panda man is seen in the crowd during blah 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 and i'm like oh oh it's big it's real big oh it's time
1: panda man it makes his appearance again when bartolomeo throws a fake he throws a he throws a, a ball into the stands but because his reputation precedes him everybody thinks it's a bomb and so they start panicking and in one of the shots of people panicking you see A very scared panda man crouching down, hiding, trying to take cover from the what is believed to be imminent explosion. And it's fairly noticeable, not very, not super hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of the easier panda men to discern so i'm just i'm just happy he's he's graced us with his presence again because i've been waiting for me. it there are so many shots of in these episodes of just crowds and crowds of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm like searching for him like a hawk <laughs> every time and <laughs> uh, and it finally is paid dividends I'm thinking of this
0: SpongeBob meme, or it's
1: not even meme. It's just a moment from the episode.
0: I I forgot what the context of the episode was, but fucking Patrick and SpongeBob are like scanning over like a paper, and their eyeballs are literally fucking tracing yeah over the shit oh man that was 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 an episode
1: yeah that was that's that's me with all with the dress rosa arc so far (laughs) trying to make sure i don't miss a panda man because it'd be so easy to just in so many opportunities just sneak a panda man through Mm -hmm. man what was that well that it's killing me now with uh what what that spongebob episode was about what they were pouring over anyway
0: Speaking of crowd characters, That's it just reminded uh, me, I uh, I came yeah. across some information. I, I didn't get to write it down, so I'm going to loosely describe what I remembered. Um, okay. But in the crowd, there's a woman that is constantly panned over to, uh, she constantly like covers her face in like shock and awe or fear, and then will like open her hands to like peep through. Um... She has a name. She was given a name in an SBS question and she commonly reoccurs uh, throughout Dress Roaster, or at least within the, the Coliseum bits and it was made note of that for some reason the animators constantly change her appearance uh, particularly with her hair color. So I would...
1: Like in uh, those same episodes or just I across one piece?
0: I, I think it's like across one piece or like within this arc, right? Um, like I know someone mentioned that like at some point she has pink hair. I, I don't remember what her like quote unquote correct appearances, but it changes. And I want to like go back and like try and keep track of it. Hmm. Uh, maybe next week I'll come back with more uh finite details of this character. I remember I came across it the other day just reading about. I
1: I also just want to I want to rewind us a bit because I don't think we mentioned it when we were catching up with all of the different scenes in the beginning of six thirty-five,
0: I completely forgot about the Sunny incident.
1: Yeah, so there we we have the Sunny Protection Squad, mm-hmm. and which is made of Chopper, Brook, Ra- or not Robin, Nami, and Momonosuke. The, the Momonosuke, thank you. Uh, it, it starts out relatively harmless with Momonosuke playing sh- Shogun mm-hmm. and Chopper is like his retainer and Brooke doesn't want to play but Chopper convinces him saying that uh, Momonosuke has some terrible trauma and is <laughs> trying to suppress Mood. it by playing <laughs> uh, when in reality he's just doing taking every opportunity to be able to fondle Nami without her realizing it could be both uh, I mean sure it could but but I, mean, I think we've seen instances first. that
0: clearly indicate that Momo has seen some shit and he's definitely got some, he's, he's got something high. He's got some demons hiding in him, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, he definitely, he, something about the way his devil fruit affects him because he makes a big deal out of not wanting to fly again or even transform into a dragon, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably just deep seated from his time at Punk Hazard, but I digress. He's specifically taking these moments to get, keep, stay as close to Nami as possible but in these in these moments after Brooke plays a banger of a song by the way <laughs> always we they start hearing noise from inside the men's cabin mm-hmm. where somebody has just dropped a shit ton of acid <laughs> so they, they've dropped so much acid that it's now no longer affecting them it's also affecting their surroundings because they open up the door to this fucking men's men's dorm area whatever they refer to it as and everything is just rainbows and twisting around in circles <laughs> it has entered another dimension and we have yet to find out what exactly has happened? Do you have any guesses? But I'm very curious. I'm n- not a fucking <laughs> clue. Someone's got the acid acid fruit, I'm convinced. And it's not acid in the sense of like poison. poison, or poison some, or or, or someone or is melting. dropping
0: some fucking LSD. It's magic drug shrooms, acid. Bags.
1: Absolutely. I support it's this just, theory 100% by the way. so ridiculous. I love <laughs> it though because if, if it is drug related, we've already got We've got the drug. We've got drug lord Chopper and <laughs> avid. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hippie Brook. So we're gonna have a great time. I think. I-, I don't think. I think whatever is happening there might not be a threat in any way, <laughs> and it'll be some kind of goofy companion, a la Kinemon from Punk Hazard at the be- like the beginning of Punk Hazard when he's just a fucking head and or tor- and or torso. Or no, uh, head, then legs, then he gets his torso. Something like that. I'm fe- I'm feeling I'm feeling goofy vibes from whatever it is that's in there. And I'm here for it. I want it. I want them to all drop acid. <laughs> uh, is there anything else
0: I missed that you want to cover? I feel like that's it. OK, uh, next week, we'll be covering episodes 639 to 641. Uh, do you have any remaining quotes?
1: I think I have one more, although we've kind of more or less covered this as well when don chin zhao is just listing all of the things that garp has done to wrong him mm-hmm. and uh there were a couple other things thrown in there also i think he mentions wanting to kill dragon or mm-hmm. something dragon might have done to him i don't remember anymore but the quote is none of those things are my fault and then he turns to Cavendish. i'm lucy by the way <laughs> <laughs> with with like a really really worried look on his face that he thinks like he's hopeful that Cavendish will still believe him but he knows in his heart of hearts that Cavendish ain't taking that shit anymore because he's i think (laughs) at this point Cavendish might have even drawn his sword and so Luffy Lucy is just like "I, i i have nothing to say anymore <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> my, this is it i like that moment of self-reflection he has a little later too where after everything's gone down and he's just hanging from the windowsill he's like man and i even promised frankie i wouldn't let anybody find out about me <laughs> it, did, it didn't take it didn't take 20 minutes it was a half hour at best. <laughs> and he got found out.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, my it. quotes that's that it. I got here. Um, one's from Bartow I don't even want these shits heads to like me. And that's a fucking mood and a half. love it. Uh and the last one from my boy Hack. Um this one he's like fucking squaring up with some random schmuck that he's about to fucking one punch. He uh he says, Poor man. You're like a puppet who can't speak in words of his own. And I was like, damn, that's, that's deep, bro. That's sick burn. Yeah, because oh, he like insults
1: fishmen. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, some guy being super racist and then gets fucking dealt with.
1: Yeah, and then Hack gets dealt with.
0: for Hack, bro. Justice for Hack, man
1: justice for fucking hack man it's garbage garbage uh golden ham were you you thinking about anybody i uh, i can't lie i don't really I, I came in here to vibe i came I came, here, I came in here hoping that somebody else would have a golden ham pick that i can argue with or side mm-hmm. with because i didn't i didn't really feel a golden ham pick right off the bat after watching the episodes so my
0: thoughts i think like first gut reaction, I'd be like, yo, Barto, I loved him. That's a vibe. However, I think me and you can come to the agreement, given our discussion tonight, that as a small, small uh <laughs> consolation prize, Hack yeah. should win Golden Ham. My boy deserves it. I
1: am I am super down to, to award <laughs> act with a golden ham for 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 compensation. Fact. This can be his best effort award. <laughs> Although I like to think that the golden ham is maybe a little more prestigious than the you tried your best award. But
0: hey, man, you know, in I, this I, case, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy Hack. Hack was cool. Even if, even like I think it says something that me and you both appreciated Hack's appearance and contribution to the story, despite like all of the things working against him.
1: Yeah. And also he references Jim Bay. <laughs> hell yeah he's a he's a Jimbei fan and i could get behind that oh yeah hack the
0: fishman winner of master this week's of k- hand. fishman
1: karate and fishman jiu-jitsu
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout to hack, bro. Love but that does dude.
1: not do it doesn't do any of the cool like water bullet moves or anything like that. He wasn't
0: given the opportunity to. I'm telling you, man, he was nerfed for no fucking reason.
1: Yeah, I mean, like he, he didn't have to use it on the small fry, and then he goes after Bartolomeo, breaks his hand, so he can't even use it anymore. Tragic. Garbage, right? Absolute garbage. Uh moving What's on next? to fan
0: mail. Uh we got a quick little email from our listener, Brian, who Sweet. uh <clears throat> honestly. It's not even I mean it's an email, but like it's just a quiz. Oh, okay. That's it. That's the entire content of uh the, the email here. And since you're only you're the only participant, uh here you go. Uh question number one. Uh what place did Gaimon get? They in don't the, even
1: preface they, they don't even preface it. They just give no, us they just they, emailed a bunch of questions. Literally,
0: Brian, you know, at blah 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 blah, blah. quiz time number one question. <laughs> and then you know, you just roll into <laughs> it. Wasted no time. All right. Uh, Question number one What place did Gaimon get in the world's top 100? Uh, Margin for error plus or minus three. There are no multiple choices. Good luck.
1: I want to say Gaimon was somewhere around the 40s or 50s, I guess. Assuming they're going off of, because I remember this was mentioned, I don't know if it was the last time we did this end of arc thing with the popularity contest <laughs> or the one before that, but assuming they're going off the latest one when I'm where I'm pretty sure he was mentioned, I want to say, I'm going to say Gaimon was like 44. 3. Ooh, so not close, kind of. Anyway,
0: uh Gaimon was
1: number 60 on that list. Oh, well, I overestimated him. I thought for sure he was in the top 50. He should have been, honestly. All right. Well, I don't know about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just I just remember there being a lot of nonsense up in that top 50 and I, I Gaimon easily could have been up there like like a whoop slap. All right. You got me on that one, Brian. What Else we got, uh, question number two here is how many of the straw hats are originally from the east blue? We got originally from the east blue, so Luffy, Usopp, Zoro, Nami.
0: Uh, that's all because Sanji
1: came from Sanji, didn't Sanji came from like west blue or something, so yeah, four. That's
0: all correct. Congratulations! Yay, Howdy. knowledge. Uh, final question here. Uh, in Romance Dawn 2, uh, this is the predecessor series Uh, from Predecessor to One Piece. It was a series of one shots. Uh, who That's gave great. Luffy his straw hat? I don't I'll, know. I don't I'll, I'll I'll make sure. so. This is a character you have seen in the One Piece show. It, you know, that, that one shot is obviously clearly different, but uh, you at least know this character.
1: I'm gonna. <laughs> I guess I, I'm, I'm going to make the assumption that it's not Shanks. So I maybe maybe it's something wild like Zoro gave it to him. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say that some crazy shit where Zoro had a straw hat for some reason and gave it to him.
0: <laughs> uh, incorrect. Apparently, guard gave him a straw hat in romance don't you?
1: Oh, uh, OK. Not the wildest thing that could have happened. He's Gold Roger adjacent, Shanks adjacent. It fits, I guess. I can that's see it. The, that's the last question here.
0: Also, I want to apologize to Brian. I just kind of read like the name in the email itself, like your your handle or whatever. Uh, but Brian signs off as best wishes, Nicholas D. Cage.
1: Oh, he's in the discord. Assuming it's the same guy. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the handle he goes by in the discord. You're Apologies a hero.
0: Brian slash Mr. Cage. I couldn't. I, I just couldn't help myself.
1: Did you see my wallet picture?
0: Brian slash Mr. Cage. That's on our Instagram, by the way. And if you think it's not on our Instagram, it is. I made a post, swipe to the right it's in the last set. Like, there's audio, <laughs> pr- like, there's a whole audio clip explaining Christian's, you know, thing in the, I think it was a QA part two, right? Uh, yes. Or part 2.5.
1: Yeah, he didn't call it that though. It was like part two. Not. It was just even more part two or whatever.
0: Anyway, it's in there. There's a whole clip of Christian explaining what's in his wallet. And then you get to see the beautiful picture front and back of, you know, <laughs> Christian's picture of Nicholas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, But thank you for the email, uh, Brian slash Mr. Cage. Love and appreciate you. Hope to see you right back to us soon where you tell me that I'm a goon for using your legal name or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but moving on, Patreon shout outs once more to Tweego and easy life for being our producers and financial backbones of this podcast that you all seem thank to you, enjoy thank you,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: so be, be sure to thank them if you ever come across them in you know your time in our discord or you know if you bump into them in real life
1: uh, and go watch the pain reviews that we have been doing for mov- their movie recommendations those are good times we got a we've got a backlog of them now mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. good the good bad and the ugly. Over there, we got it all,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Ah, uh,
1: but this time,
0: moving on to the grab bag. I put my hand in the last oh, time, I think. So,
1: uh, this, you this, did this do that, running. I, I think. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll reach into the bag. Right, let's, uh, it, let's take a, take a, take a little, uh, a little. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling wet already. Did we? okay did did you wash the bag i I don't know we need a new gimmick maybe but uh brains okay i'm pulling out i'm pulling out this uh it's like a it's like a wet wipe did you like leave Mm. the wow that sounds
0: awful most exciting assumed it was used for some reason don't like that imagery in my head
1: i I mean no it looks relatively clean but it is written on so someone decided to wipe off like a like a like a marker board or something with a list of grab bags on it and it must have been this experimental one called uh jukebox
0: nice uh so for those of you who may remember us reading an email from our listeners zach like probably a hundred episodes ago almost exactly um zach wrote us an email uh and he mentioned an idea for a grab bag uh component that we did kind of test out in that episode, but I we did kind of say, like, hey, we should make give this a good, like, grab bag try. Uh, see where it ends up. And I listened to that episode, reminded myself that we actually said that. So, Zach, sorry for waiting so long, uh, but this is going to be our earnest shot at trying a jukebox. Juke box request. Um, Patent pending. Zach, let us know how you feel about our attempt here. If you want to make any changes to it, because this is all your idea, not ours. Um, But to refresh everyone's memory, a quick and dirty explanation. Zach basically said, we pick a character or a group of characters from One Piece and we decide what type of music they would listen to. Uh, The answers can be as broad or specific as we want. And we could also make either specific or broad uh, prompts. If we felt like that would be more fun. Uh, so for this week, I decided it would just be a cool idea to keep it simple, and we're just gonna come up with music recommendations/slash ideas that we think Bartolomeo would, you know, kind of vibe with. Uh, I'll go first. When I look at Barto, I clearly see an edgy kid, right? This guy is clearly into punk rock or like hardcore music, but like, mm, I agree, the shittiest kind, like, like objectively bad music. Like, when I think of like hardcore music, nine times out of ten. Those people can't fucking sing. They're, like, maybe good at playing instruments, but then the whole point of, like, their existence is to just yell about shit at the top of their lungs, like, but not even well or skillfully. It's just grown, burly men just yelling, and then they're just getting the crowd to fucking fuck each other up. That's it. That That's what Barto's into. He just likes yeah, I, some of the I get this edgiest, mental but also image music.
1: I get this mental image of a kid who, you know, could dress just like that. Maybe if they were if they were even edgier, it'd be more black, but definitely dressed like that with like the leather leather coats or whatever, jacket, pants and they got a guitar for their birthday or something, mm-hmm. and they're ju- they just they maybe like you said they can play, but I'm getting this like band camp vibe of just screaming and having it being so ear grating or like 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 an almost almost <laughs> I, I want to call it like industrial, but that feels like the wrong thing to say. Where it just the, the he gets his friend who used to bang on pots and pans when they were younger and said, here's a drum kit. You're the drummer now. And it just sounds like absolute garbage. And they post all their stuff on Bandcamp, and they think it's fire and they send it to people and they're like, listen to this (laughs) new thing we just dropped. And it's awful. And somehow they get a gig at at a local club and they play and it's awful and people hate it. Barto and the Cannibals are like,
0: selling out of Denny's, bro.
1: Bartow and the Cannibals. <laughs> that's so bad. That's, that's awful. And it fits so perfectly. And I hate it. I hate <laughs> Barto for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this uh, un- undeniably punk kid, without a doubt. With horrible ear for
0: music and possibly worse taste somehow for sure but i still like barto he's cool he just needs
1: he needs help and it's and and the lyrics and stuff they sing about very fuck the system esque, you know uh, which i guess is kind of the definition of punk anyway but we know how how like like,
0: it's meant to be like fuck the system anti-establishment but with an air of like first world child
1: problems yeah it's like but also like fuck you the person listening to this also i don't care if you listen to this song it, it,
0: it it's all wrapped up in itself it's 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 wild it's like fuck the government but also fuck my mom for taking away my sidekick but also fuck
1: you cuz you suck too <laughs> <laughs> fuck you for listening to this you don't deserve to listen to my music and then they fucking sheep i don't know Ooh. they go into the chorus or whatever and it <laughs> sucks <laughs>
0: I think we nailed it. I yeah, think he absolutely nailed
1: this. I, I think for I think analysis for sure. I
0: think of that, character. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I think I think this I think this was this was the lowest hanging fruit, but it fits so well. And it fits too well. Now I'm imagining Instead of Bartholomew just sitting there, like, taking a nap during the during the fight for B-Block, instead he pops in some AirPods <laughs> and is just listening to his own shitty music that entire time. And is like, he's like air drumming and strumming his guitar. And the whole time people are just like, but what the? What what are you doing? Go fight! Somebody somebody kill this guy already, please! <laughs> His music sucks. He won't fight. I'm here for blood, and all I'm getting is this shitty interpretive dance. <laughs> that anyway, that's, that's Bartholomew. Great.
0: That's where Tolomeo and that's been Jukebox requests. Uh, Zach, feel free to write back to us if you listen to this anytime soon and let us know what you think. If we could, you know, if there's room for improvements or if we're completely misrepresenting your idea, let us know. And for anybody else who wants to tell us how we did tonight, you can email us at pandasightings at gmail.com. If you want to reach out on socials on Twitter and Instagram, you can also do so at pandasightings on both those platforms. Uh, We have a Discord with filled with lovely community members just as yourself who may or may not be in it. Uh, there's a link to that in our bio, on all our platforms, in the description of this podcast episode and wherever you listen to it. Uh, we have a Patreon if you wish to financially support us. It means the world to us. Uh, it really does help us a lot. It helps us to, one, keep the show self-sustaining and also, you know, every once in a while we do cool stuff in our Discord and you know, helps us come up with new ideas and fun other stuff um we ask we have a position open for one more producer in our producer tier we keep it open to only three people because we do not want any more people wasting this much money on us though we <laughs> greatly appreciate it um we also have a merch shop at redbubble.com slash panda sightings you can buy stickers or you can buy a, a bottle with redfoot Zuff's pickled leg on it uh shout out to taco you were the first person to buy that uh i hope you liked it and and I think that's all the social plugs, right? Am I missing anything?
1: Uh, I blacked out, so I'm just going to trust that you did your job correctly.
0: Me too. I think I did better than the last time. I remember the last time. I missed fucking everything. But uh, yeah, that's our show tonight. Remember when Juan said we should do a quick and easy 45 minutes?
1: I, and I, I, I scoffed very loudly <laughs> and and chuckled. That's cute.
0: As we're here sitting at double the time.
1: Yep. Yep. Anyway, bye. Oh, yeah. We should probably, uh, should probably end that, huh? Press the little, the little red stop button. I bet, I bet you love that, wouldn't you? You love when I push your buttons, don't you?
0: I bet you love knowing that, like every time we, almost every episode where we end, you're the last person to speak before we get the.
1: Oh, it's great. Sometimes I let Devin do it just so he has a little something to like <laughs> keep him going, make him feel good, you know, because he fucks up the socials every time. So, like, I gotta give him, let him have some kind of win at the end. It's, it's fun. We ha- we have fun here. We do a little trolling, you know. Yeah, It's for the hardcore listeners who who listen even after the plugs, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they see that the podcast still has like a good minute on it or whatever. Those are those were some of the best bits come from.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Maybe in other podcasts anyway, Our, ours, maybe not, maybe less so. But, you know, I, I, I try my best sometimes.
0: I feel like for other podcasts, they really put the ads.
1: I've listened to a lot of podcasts where they end up in the middle, though. I feel
0: like I get them everywhere, but not that it and stops
1: end. me from skipping them anyway. But true. Did you actually stop recording earlier? Am I just talking to the void right now?
0: No, I I, I was ready to press stop button, and then you kept going. I was like, I don't think I should.
1: Oh, okay, good. You no, know, this is great. Although maybe it would have been funnier if I had just been talking to the void this entire time. Although there there would have been weird gaps of just dead space. You know what? I'm gonna press stop now. It's getting <laughs> old. Bye.
0: Bye.